welcome to my Heart Your Head podcast. My name is Annika. And I'm Kaika, and today we will be discussing body positivity. So today we are discussing a topic that is very important for the both of us, I would say. And to give today's episodes a little of a structure, we took an article of, from Wellbeing Trust called 10 ways to practice body positivity and we'll be going through those points sharing our thoughts so let's dive in number one positive affirmations do you practice positive affirmations no not really i'm not sure if i mentioned the five minute journal on the podcast before but occasionally i will use it and one of the points is to write a positive affirmation for the day and you can just come up with whatever you want like I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm on the right path for me, something like this. Um, but I wouldn't say that it's really affecting me too much. I don't put super much thought into it. Mm-hmm. However, in the name of research, I actually took this tip and wrote out some affirmations on little sticky notes. Or I don't know if they are little, just standard size sticky notes. <laughs> And I put one on the bathroom mirror, then one by my bedside table, and then one um, like where I'm working out. And very quickly I took off the ones by my bedside table and where I'm working out because I just wasn't really looking at them. I can't remember what it said on the one that was on the bedside table, but on my um, little yoga room it said, be your own kind of sexy. And... I I really like that. It did resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And then the one that I put on my bathroom mirror, that one says, what the fuck does it say? Like, it's still there, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to it by this point. And that's kind of my point with this tip. Like, you can do these sticky notes or um, screenshot some affirmations and use it as a wallpaper Not like in your house, but on your phone. (laughs) Just to clarify. Also in your house, if you want, I mean. Totally. You can totally do that. Uh, Send us a picture if you do decide to go for that. (laughs) And I, I don't know if it's just me, but I really simply get used to it and stop reading it. So... I think you would have to be kind of switching it up maybe once a week for it to actually um, somehow have an impact on you. But for me, this was, it was kind of fun to look for some affirmations that were not too cliche and were actually very relevant to myself. Good. (laughs) For me personally, positive affirmations are definitely a big part of my life, especially in my teenage years. Uh, I would try to really focus on complimenting myself especially if I saw myself in a mirror I would go with you're looking good today you're looking great I love your outfit I love how you look and trying to really embrace the strong parts of me Uh, I didn't focus on those parts I didn't like at that moment which in teenage years there was a lot of them let's be honest Mm -hmm. Uh, 
But I did this consciously. I really tried to be more positive about myself. And I have to say, after a couple of years, let's say, of this practice and doing it, like really focusing on it to compliment myself every chance I get, <laughs> it became natural to me. And now if I see myself in the mirror, I'll always go looking good today without even thinking about it so I have to say it works but you have to give it a lot of time and a lot of energy to really get it into your system that this is the reaction you get when you see yourself and right now I'm trying to use the positive affirmations more on my I would say not really body but more of my feelings so I would say to myself like you are entitled to feel this way it's okay <laughs> Uh, so I'm turning this point from the body positivity to mind positivity, let's say. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Since it worked the first time, I'm just going with it. Number two, think healthier, not skinnier. Actually, I lied. There was a fourth sticky note and it was this one and <laughs> it was on my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I felt somehow drawn to stick it on the fridge. I would say as a reminder mainly to eat more vegetables and also the kinds that I don't like that much, which would be if we're not talking about fruit, but like, you know, other vegetables, it's anything else but carrots, really. <laughs> and like bell pepper, like the sweet kinds, yeah. the long kinds. I really like those. Like I can have carrots and those as snacks but otherwise it can sometimes require some effort but I do really like this approach to nutrition and exercise and um, yeah I I think it's an excellent point but I'm not sure if it's like practical like it's a mindset thing not really something that I guess you can practice it somehow but I just forget to yeah uh, I have to agree that this one was also a surprise for me to see it as a practice because it's a shift in the mindset and that requires so much more than just repeating this thought every day or just trying to be this way and I have to say I did experience the, this shift over the past two years I would say but it's I still kind of struggle with thinking healthier and not skinnier, especially because in today's society, I don't think I get ever complimented on how healthy I am. Mm. Uh, but you would get compliments on the way you look and especially if you get skinnier and it sucks so much that so many times when I get really skinnier, I lost tons of weight and it was usually not because I wanted to, it was usually because I was in a dark place. And I get so many compliments on it and it so, sucks so much that basically somebody else is complimenting your mental health issues, somebody else is complimenting sickness, somebody else is complimenting your really hardest time in your life. And I would much rather hear the compliments on how healthy I look that I finally seem to be okay <laughs> those are the things that I would much rather like to hear from the outside mm -hmm. and that's something which makes me somehow forget about this sometimes that I should really focus on being healthy and feeling good rather than the way I look so yeah even though I can feel my mindset shifted 
sometimes it's a real struggle to keep it that way. Yeah, I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm not even thinking about trying to be skinny, really. I'm just trying to, yeah, eat more vegetables and see what happens to yeah. my body while still eating like cookies and ice cream and chocolate and all those things. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, usually me by myself, I would not really think about having to get skinnier or something. But I don't know, I have weird friends, <laughs> obviously, because sometimes, for example, I have this one friend who is super nice and I really like him. But sometimes he would like just tell me like, you should really start to do something about yourself and these kind of things, which is first of all rude, like what the hell <laughs> and second of all who are you to judge like I've been through hell right now and I don't feel like caring about my two kilograms which I'm over my regular weight so yeah it it just feels weird to even have the closest people to you who know about your struggles and still being judgy and assuming that like you should do something about yourself that's the worst thing like someone can say I guess yeah exactly I mean if it's a really close friend and they see that you are not just feeling well then yeah I suppose you can ask like are you okay but <laughs> yeah not like point out like oh do something about those two kilos no yeah no <laughs> Also, I wouldn't mind, for example, getting complimented in my hair, like it looks nice or something which is not necessarily, you don't have to change something so much. But if you get complimented on losing 10 kilograms, then that's a little bit of pressure on me. Yeah, yeah. And to the compliments, number three is compliment others freely. So what it says here in the article, I think it's very interesting and very true when it comes to myself. And that is, oftentimes we project our own insecurities onto other people. We judge them harshly because we judge ourselves too harshly. And I've definitely noticed that when I don't feel good about myself, then I'm not, for example, liking that many pictures on Instagram or mm -hmm. writing comments like, oh looking good or whatever because I don't feel good even if like other people are enjoying their lives which is horribly self-centered and a very bad mindset to have but actually the other day I saw this girl that I used to work with a very long time ago uh, but we still follow each other on Instagram she had this uh, picture in her stories where she was wearing an amazing outfit like it was super flattering super beautiful like practical looking and I was like dang like I I just want to let this person know that I really like her outfit so then I wrote to her and I think like she responded to me and seemed like it made her happy but like waiting to see if she would even reply to me because we had we seriously hadn't talked for years before that it was like oh my god what is she going to think like you know but I guess she was happy and then that made me very happy so I really would like to do this more. I would say I also would like to do this more. And I really uh, am bad at giving compliments, especially since I almost never give compliments about the uh, appearance in a way of, as we discussed, the weight and these kind of things uh, in general, the body, because I don't want other people's, not necessarily complimenting, but 
even commenting in any way my own body mm-hmm. and that's why I don't I try really hard not to do any comments uh, regarding this I do try to compliment as you said clothes maybe hair something some accessories jewelry and so on but there are not too many things I actually like and <laughs> And yes, yeah, so I don't like to lie to people. So it's kind of tricky because sometimes somebody would get something new. I definitely do notice, but I just don't like it. So I don't say anything. And then they're like, do you like it? <laughs> and then I'm I'm really just like sitting there and I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> And it's really weird for me because I don't like to... I, I seriously, I don't like to tell people I like something if I don't like it. And it's just my personal preference. I don't mind them wearing it or having it. Like, I don't care, really. I just... Like, I don't want to tell them that I like it. Maybe they would buy the thing to me. Uh, yeah. How about <laughs> saying, like, it looks good on you? Meaning that it yeah, looks good on that? Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't, so... <laughs> yeah... Let's be honest, like not everything is so good. Like it's sometimes I know that I should appreciate probably everything, but that's just a lie. Like, I mean, some things are not looking good. (laughs) Sometimes even myself, like sometimes when I dress up, I know I look like garbage, like that's fine. I'm just going to get some groceries and I don't want to look nice. Like it's fine and I feel comfortable, but I wouldn't usually compliment people on them being comfortable. Like, mm. that's, mm-hmm. I don't know how to even articulate that. Like, oh, you look so comfortable today. <laughs> that doesn't even <laughs> sound like a compliment. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, I do struggle with this, but I see, as you said, like people light up when you give them any compliments and it's nice to see. So I do try to do it. And one thing I do is when I'm shopping and I see someone else shopping alone, I would sometimes, if I see them trying something out and they would step out of the Mm. changing room, I wouldn't go inside. (laughs) I would wait for them to step out. Like, hey, how is that Uh, fitting on you? I saw you carry that shirt. (laughs) Sometimes I would like tell complete strangers that they're looking great and that they should get it or... If the, sometimes even they would ask me for my opinion. I don't know why. I they feel like I I would know stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, like and sometimes they think I work there. So yeah, they ask me as a employee, but I'm not. I never worked in a retail. I don't know what people think. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I I really need to work on this one. But uh, right now, as I'm getting overall more positive views on life. I also like more things like I I can compliment more things because I'm starting to like them more col- colorful stuff and stuff like that before it was just black yes number four surround yourself with positivity what do you think about this tip the description that the article gave was mainly focused on the time spent on social media and yeah but me personally, for example, for Instagram, I mainly, my feed consists of food and cats, which 
I would say I'm surrounding myself with a lot of positivity there. Yes. <laughs> and I barely would get a picture of some model or something. So for me, it's not that toxic. I just had to change up my follows and like uh, things I like. And oh, also plants. Let's not forget about plants. Uh, so yeah, I think also the social media can be somehow rearranged for your liking. Even though sometimes I would get sad that my plants don't look like those on Instagram, but I know it's a lie. <laughs> so yeah, outside of social media, I I'm not sure like how to properly make this happen to sur surround yourself just with positive things, but I do try. To, for example, with especially people, I would try to choose only those that do not come across as toxic to me and try to keep only those that make me happy in a sense. Not necessarily that they have to be my own cheerleaders or something, but just generally not making me feel bad about myself or anything like that. Yeah, I guess that's the best you can do. And when it comes to family members who are kind of on the more negative side when it comes to their outlook in life, that can be a little bit tricky. Yeah, for me, it was definitely the case. And it came to a point where I had to even, at least for now, stop also those relationships. Uh, and sometimes those are the hardest decisions, but sometimes they have to be made. And it's not forever, but if you are not in the right place, it doesn't help that your family members are really getting on your nerves let's yeah. say yeah and how are your surroundings well considering that i'm very comfortable with just switching countries and at the moment <laughs> i'm not really surrounded by that many people it's kind of easy <laughs> yeah. in, in real life and then on social media i don't think i have that many cats or plants in my feed Not even that much food because that was kind of, mm, it was not really helpful for me, uh -huh. let's say. Uh -huh. And I was comparing like those foods. So you need to be kind of in the oh, okay. right mindset for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely not following any models or what you would consider an Insta model, really. I definitely prefer to see beautiful pictures, but also more realistic pictures. Uh -huh. So that those two aspects are combined. And I think that these days there are quite a few of these body positivity Instagram accounts. So yeah, we can on our own Instagram give some recommendations for, for those ones. But okay, I there is one thing that I kind of want to point out regarding this one. Is that <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's something that I'm that I've been thinking about quite a lot recently and that is that I feel like most of the body positivity content it's either like very slim gorgeous women like kind of showing that even their skin folds and even they have cellulite even though yeah. they could be considered like fit or it's um, very plus-sized women who are definitely like on um, very heavy side And yeah. which again, they are gorgeous, but it's just neither one of those is my current body type. So mm -hmm. I feel like those of us who are maybe, let's say, 10 kilos over what they were when they were, they were 18, 
like you don't really see those bodies kind of embracing yeah. themselves in a more active way on Instagram, unless it's maybe a postpartum body. But again, yeah, that's but not my case. <laughs> yeah, there is not too much in between. And it was also pointed out in a sense of uh, specifically models, uh, that basically in the modeling world, you either have super skinny or you have the plus size, which yeah. is, let's say, usually sizes not even available in regular shops which shouldn't be the case but that's the real world and yeah it's a shame that you don't get to see those sizes let's say from 38 to 42 44 which are the most women's sizes i would yes. say <laughs> like it's the most usual sizing range And it's a shame, I would say, because like for me, especially as also being tall, like when I see uh, for some brands, they would get really short models and really like teeny tiny women, which are super cute. But for me, it makes like no sense to see those clothes on them. Like it looks completely different on me. And then again, uh, on the other side, for shorter people, like some of those models are really tall. And if the brand decides to shoot only with the tall models, like it's not going to look that way on other people. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the professional world. Not even talking about the Instagram, like definitely like women who are kind of the average do not feel somehow the need to show themselves. So I don't know. Like yeah. It's not so promoted. Exactly. Yeah. We should maybe change we... that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe we need to start posting some. Yeah. I actually took some pictures of myself when I was like filming this reel the other day when I was wearing a bikini top and shorts and I was like yeah like you can kind of see some like wobbles there but and I don't really see that on my Instagram feed. <laughs> no and definitely not in the reels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because like Seriously, those are the most sold out uh, sizes every time. Exactly. And for example, it's funny that you mentioned sizes 38 to 44 because I currently own clothes in all of those sizes exactly. Like nothing smaller, nothing larger. <laughs> But yeah. still like all of those are kind of fitting me. It's just one of these kind of positive affirmations that I heard recently was that Really, you shouldn't try to make your body fit a size. You should find a size that fits your body. So yeah, and uh, before I was kind of obsessed about the sizes. Like, if I went to large, I would be like, oh no, I don't feel like I'm large. Like, I don't want to be large, and definitely I don't want to be extra large. Like, yeah. also like I don't, I hate these names. Like, what the hell? Why large is named large? Like, why cannot you give it some just name without any you know like yeah. large doesn't sound now nice like I don't want to be called large or extra large <laughs> but yeah but previously I was really obsessed about it but it was mainly because I would feel I would fit just one size most of the time but these days the sizing is just way off so I would range from 36 to 42 usually and when it comes to small medium large I would go from extra extra small to extra large 
which makes <laughs> zero sense. So these days I don't worry really about it because I come to one shop and even there the sizes are completely different for, for example, trousers that they made. Like it's the yeah. same brand, it's the same manufacturer and the sizes are completely different. So yeah, I stopped worrying about this because it makes no sense. And especially when I've seen, for example, I usually go shopping with my mom who is uh, shorter and usually she's 36, 38 size, especially because she's short. So it kind of, uh, she needs those smaller sizes. And then suddenly she had to get a 42 and she even refused to buy it because it was just, it seemed so horrible for her that she should buy a 42, which like makes no sense. It's just wrong sizing. So, I mean, I don't pay so much attention to these numbers anymore, but it mm -hmm. sucks that I have to take like all of the sizes with me to the changing room <laughs> yes. because I have no idea what time size I am today or this minute or this shirt, basically. Yes. Exactly. I'm very happy that I'm not the only one who's doing this. And yeah, I'm sure we are. <laughs> we are not the only ones. Yes. <laughs> Number five. Focus on the things you like about yourself. Are you? <laughs> Where is your focus? <laughs> well, in case you are familiar with my um, personality types and so on, <laughs> I can say I am. <laughs> Uh, I tend to have this um, habit of avoiding things that don't make me feel that good. So for me, it's not so much that I'm focusing on the things that I like about myself. It's just that I'm ignoring the things that I do not like about myself, which mm -hmm. is not a very proactive way to approach oneself. Mm -hmm. um, but I suppose it's better than just fixating on what you dislike about yourself. So yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so for myself, I think that really taking it from simply ignoring the negative things to like focusing on those things that I do like about myself because there there are some things even on a bad day. <laughs> yeah. And how about with you? Oh, for me, this ties up with the positive affirmations and the time frame of the positive affirmations. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, I focus on those things I liked about myself. So those I really like about myself now. <laughs> and right now I'm trying to focus on those things that I was insecure about my whole life and I had troubles accepting on myself. And uh, those were not necessarily things I would come up with. Those are either things that my mom and my grandma would not like about themselves and they would constantly repeat those things. For yeah. example, my mom, she would always stand in front of the mirror and say how she has this big like knees. Oh. <laughs> and this just like stuck with me and since she's my mom I kind of like automatically assumed that I also have this big like knees so I was super insecure about my knees for the longest time and I didn't want to wear shorts and I was feeling like I look like trash when I'm wearing shorts or something shorter because of my knees but yeah that's insecurity of my mom that I just simply took over because I couldn't come up with something better and 
And also the other thing is, uh, for example, other case of my Saki friends. And this was uh, the job of one other friend who would often drunk and tell me that I like all over, I look really nice, but I have really fat ankles. And... (laughs) And would even ask me, like, if I can some do something about it, like, if there is a way to fix it somehow. Now I just realized that this is such a stupid thing to say, and I don't know how I was even taking this seriously. And so, yeah, I now I'm learning to embrace my ankles. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Like, it's sometimes something that someone just says some stupid thing, thing and it stuck to you and suddenly you don't like that body part someone talked badly about but mm-hmm. in I don't think I would even notice myself <laughs> like I, I don't think I would come up with with these things by myself but yeah I'm now trying to really work hard on liking my it's not imperfections because I don't think those are imperfections but rather my things that I got insecure about for various reasons. <laughs> so I'm more focused on those things that I didn't like about myself and trying to start liking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six, stop comparing yourself to others. I think this is one of those tough ones. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the one of the best pieces of advice that anyone can ever give yeah. to you. And this applies to everything you do in your life and everything that you are and everything that you want to be. Um, But yeah, I think that this is something that is programmed in us. It's something very primal and because of evolution, it was a way for us humans to stay alive. If you kind of don't stand out and you blend in with your tribe, I don't know what they were called back then, but... (laughs) your the people in your cave <laughs> uh, then you had a you know stronger chance of surviving so i think it's something very primitive that's just in us and we need to find ways to deal with it do you have some ways to deal with it to share oh uh, i'm not sure i i do struggle with this one in a sense it's gotten so much better after so many years trying to deal with this uh because especially in childhood i would say or the early teens not even teens the 12s and 11s teens yeah yeah um uh first of all in primary school you get grades and you compare yourself because not only you compare yourself they compare you to others and also everyone compares you like oh you're so tall and how are you so tall and your cousin isn't and how are you so tall and the rest of the class isn't and how do you look like this and why are you so skinny and why are you not so skinny why do you, why does your hair look like this oh your first acne showed up hello and like it's not really you comparing to others it's the whole world telling you like you need to be compared that's the only way how we can know who are you like we need to compare you with others and it's hard to get rid of that feeling I think but on the other hand I think like sometimes you need to somehow compare yourself 
not necessarily to others, like to specific people, but maybe to some average, let's say. For example, if I, uh, I don't know, if I work out or do something like this, I want to know, like, what does the average person in my, like, I don't know, age category can lift or something mm-hmm. like that, because I want to know, like, how am I doing and how much progress, like, how much energy should I give to progress or if I'm doing well and I don't need to focus on this area so much. And that's the thing, like, I don't think it's possible to progress really without comparison to anything, because how would you know that you are getting better or worse? But on the other hand, you should choose what is it you are comparing. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be your weight, especially with exercising, because it makes zero sense, because if you're gaining muscle, you're gaining weight, and that's fine, that's the progress you want. Mm-hmm. but yeah it depends like the comparisons should be done in those ways that do not make you feel anxious and bad about yourself but make you feel like you know how to improve and make you feel good because you've you can see how you improved already and stuff like that but yeah it's really hard and I really I, I didn't like those days when they were comparing you to everyone else and it was normal to comment on the way you look and how others look and yeah and I don't have very good memories in those times Mm. I can remember for example in fourth grade we took a picture of the whole class and everyone was making fun of me because I was the same height as the teacher at that point (laughs) and until this day when I see that picture I can feel the pain from all of the comments and everything and it's just so stupid and I cannot even tell that it's the fault of the other kids because it was the fault of the whole setting of how things worked at that time like I don't know if it's better now I have no idea but kids are still graded kids are I think would still be compared to others and I hope it's getting better I really hope so But I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, that's a very good point. Number seven, cut out negative self-talk. But like how? (laughs) Just shut up. (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) That's how I do it. Every time my mind goes to a dark place and I start to be like, oh, look at that bump. Oh, look at your stomach, how it's bloated. I'm like, you girl, you shut up. You just stop this thing right now. You look great. You're beautiful. Stop it. Just shut up and, I don't know, do something else. Focus on something else. That's my way of cutting out the negative stuff. Okay. And is it like... Are you talking to yourself or do you feel like you're talking to someone who's like, okay, within you, but is trying to sabotage you somehow? Like, mm, I would say it's more about uh, somebody trying to <laughs> sabotage me because it's usually my anxiety or <laughs> uh, something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, it, it is part of me, but to be able to have this conversation, <laughs> I prefer to have it kind of separate at that point to being able to stop it because it yeah I'm not at that point that it would be so easy for me to kind of like just do it through all the self-control like yes I will not talk shit to myself Mm, okay but you haven't like labeled this voice or like named her somehow like Susan shut up or <laughs> oh no 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 I I do see it as, uh, I I mean I understand it's part of me I don't feel the need to uh name it somehow okay I know it comes from my own insecurities and my own troubles 
in the bus and it just when I'm tired or when I'm having a bad day it just comes up but I just don't like it <laughs> so okay. I just cut it out <laughs> yeah I will try this but like which language do I do it how do you say shut up in Slovak <laughs> Uh, I usually, I don't say shut up to myself in Slovak. It sounds nicer in English. It's not something okay. which you would in general say in Slovak too often. No. But I would say <laughs> in Slovak, I would say stačilo, which it's like enough. <laughs> ah, ooh, okay. That sounds nice. That sounds like you're like a sexy teacher. Like, just... uh, yeah, I mean, sexy teacher would not say that in Slovak, but. In English, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Those like language differences. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but these conversations I'm usually having in Slovak. Okay. Me not. You can try in Slovak, it works perfectly, <laughs> so... <laughs> you having no idea what you are telling to yourself. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm using this method not only for the negative self-talk, but also for any kind of, if I try to, if I'm going into a spiral or trying to slip into some heavy overthinking of something, I'm always like, enough, this is just, let's stop. Okay. And I do something else. And it's nice. <laughs> Number eight, absorb body positive messages. Are you absorbing? Mm, well, it mentions here in the article, like, for example, listening to body positive songs, which like my mind goes to like, oh, what's her name? The Alabada bass, Bada. Megan Trainer, is that her? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I suppose so. she has this, yeah, like, but yeah. then again, like, I don't know, usually those songs are not very, I don't listen to the lyrics that much mm-hmm. to begin with, um, so... Yeah, it's more like if the song is just good otherwise. And my definition of a good song is usually quite different from the <laughs> mainstream, which is such an ISFP thing to say. But, um, yeah, no, I I mean, apart from Instagram and sometimes some YouTube videos, I don't know. And I don't know if I'm actually absorbing, like, how do you absorb the message? I do absorb But that's in general the way I learn things and the way I am able to change things from the, let's say, family rituals or the way things have been done all the time. Uh, for me, it's easy. It was always easy, not only regarding body positivity, but uh, about every, anything in my life in general. To, for example, watch TV, to listen to a song, to see a picture with nice descri- nice description or something. Or speaking, to listen to someone speaking, even just catching few words on a bus from someone else's conversation. It was always easy to somehow identify that I really like this approach. I want to use this in my life and work towards applying it in my life and completely changing the way I work and how it was done before. And this is why sometimes I don't even look like I'm member of my own family because I do many things completely differently because sometimes 
you learn all those all those ways and you just do it for me I always knew like I don't like this I don't like how it's done so I just keep searching for different alternatives how I can do it differently and for me it's really easy to learn it from any media or anything from anyone else I just take the idea and do it myself so (laughs) but I do know that this seems super weird for most of the people and almost nobody does this so (laughs) I might be just alone ah but it sounds amazing yeah yeah I I recommend but obviously like it seems like other people are not really listening to stuff like often like I would hear from people like I never heard of it or I've never seen it. I've I never even thought of it. Like, how do you avoid all those things? Like, it's out there. Like, it's in the world. Like, you just need to listen and really try to connect it with those things that can be helpful for you. Maybe other people have a stronger filter than you. Yeah. And also, I mean, habits are also nice. So not everyone is a big fan of changing habits. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't necessarily need to be bad. I'm not saying everyone should change everything they do. It's just, for me, it always came as natural. Just kind of doing my things my own way. Or actually, it's always someone else's way. I don't come up with my <laughs> own ways. Yeah. I just collect all the information and come to a conclusion of the best solution. <laughs> so. Exactly. Like, there's a difference between being, you know, naive and following anything that anybody else says and then, like, you know, yeah. collecting the information and then actually thinking for yourself. Yeah. I try to think for myself. That's <laughs> that's one of my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number nine... Do something nice for your body. Do you have problems with doing nice things to your body? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) This is one of the points that I struggle the most with, I would say. For me, this is exactly what I just said. Like, uh, I'm trying to find the ways that would feel good for my body, but I need to kind of learn them. It's hard for me to find them out by myself. And the things that the world offers are just not for me. Like, uh, for example, many people enjoy going to a hairdresser or getting their nails done. Just the thought of it makes me, like, I don't ever want to do it. I hated to go to hairdresser. Like, it felt like hell to me. That's why I completely stopped and I have my natural hair and I don't care. My mom cuts it and that's it. Uh, so yeah and these are kind of the like what most people consider doing something for yourself like doing something nice making you feel better but for me it makes me feel worse so I don't do it and so far I haven't been able to come across or think about anything that would be the thing that would make me feel kind of better especially in a long term like something that I could do multiple times and not just once so Mm -hmm. yeah this is something I definitely do struggle with. I mean, here, as an example, the article mentions a good nap. Do you even nap? <laughs> oh, not really. <laughs> but I used to a lot uh, when I was, again, in my teenage years. <laughs> but I do get a good sleep. Like, I do get my eight hours and it's my top priority to get those. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but it's... I don't think I do it so much for the body as... For the mind, so for surviving really... and like functioning. Yeah, but yeah, but it's for the brain, not for the. I would never mm. 
connected with the like doing something for my body i'm okay. sleeping so my mind can fully function yeah. basically and i do a lot of nice things for my mind and i just forget about the body but i like it that counts <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> and how is it for you Uh, this is the one thing where we are complete opposites. Surprise! What a shocker! <laughs> I don't have any problems with this whatsoever. I take a lot of time for myself, especially these days I'm not too busy. I make it really a priority to go for a walk, just go outside every day. Or, for example, I was never able to force you to go for a massage with me in Prague <laughs> I would never go like I can yeah. tell you right now you will never get me to go to a massage like <laughs> never don't even try oh. buy me a massage coupon and this is over <laughs> <laughs> can I give a massage to you myself or is that too much no no, no. I, don't, I, I even like if I'm in a relationship like guys have tried things but no 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 <laughs> No, That's no, where no, you draw no, the no. line. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I don't mind. Okay, I do mind physical touch in general. <laughs> I mind massage specifically because it hurts, and I eh, no, I like to give massages, but no, it's not for me. Um, <laughs> I'm just on the giving and okay. And what else do you do? Everything like. <laughs> If I feel like laying on the bed for a few minutes, I will do that. Like, for me, it's very easy to, I guess, listen to my body these days when it comes to, like, okay, now it's time to lay down. Now it's time to walk. Now it's time to drink a glass of water. <laughs> so basically, you're just listening to your body. You're not even yeah. thinking about what you are going to do. It's just your body guiding you throughout the day. Exactly, but not everything has to work for everyone. Like, for example, taking a bubble bath. These days I don't even have a bathtub, but I tried it in Prague when I had a bathtub. And it's just like I'm sweating there. Is that something that's supposed to happen? Like, how can you have a face mask on while you're sweating in a bathtub with warm water? And then if you're trying to read, but then you need to like scratch your leg or something, then your fingers get wet and then you need to turn the page like. <laughs> so just find your own things to do to your body that you actually enjoy. Yeah, I kind of liked bubble baths, but then I learned that you are basically floating in your own dead skin. and You don't like I to cannot... float in your dead skin? <laughs> no. <laughs> Because I feel, after I've learned this, I feel every time I get out of the bath, like, I was a kid back then, I felt like it's all stuck back to me, like, so, <laughs> so yeah. That's why you shower afterwards. Yeah, no, I don't even, yeah, I don't even like uh, showers that much anymore. And <laughs> all of this, that uh, it's a fault of the Nature, Nature Museum in London, because They had this exhibition of like things that are at your home, like all of the bacteria and everything. Oh, if I cannot see and, it, it's fine for me. So I don't want to know about these things. Yeah, I just get all those informations there and I, I didn't recover by this day. So, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
But yeah, but for me, even those things you mentioned, like laying in the bed and I don't know, having the time for yourself, mostly I do it from the mind, not from the body. So mm-hmm. it's maybe might be just a weird perspective. Like maybe I just need to like connect it with the body. Like it's not yeah. the mind that is tired, it's the body. <laughs> just lay down. Yeah. Could be, or whenever you're doing some mental visualizing or whatever you can do with your mind, uh, it can have some physical impact, like your muscles get relaxed or... Yeah, yeah. I'm just making this up, but... (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm trying to work on this one, but it's just tough. I haven't been in touch with my body for a long time in this sense. For like 27 years. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. roughly. (laughs) And we have come to the last point, number 10, focus on your whole person. Are you focusing on your whole person? Yes, and that's the painful part. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's in a way easier to say like, oh, I like the color of my eyes or I think that my hands and my wrists are very elegant looking. But then like saying stuff like, I'm a very kind person or I'm a very generous person. It feels a bit more weird to say those things out loud. But something that was mentioned regarding this point is that it literally says, go throw yourself into your passions, pick up a new hobby, catch a movie with a friend, make something. So just live your life basically and um, do things that make you feel good as a whole. That's how I see this point and for you oh for me for me it's again something a little difficult it did improve with improving the self-worth feelings (laughs) it's not only about the body positivity or your confidence about yourself like uh, for most of the people I always came across as super confident and uh, feeling good about myself and having everything under control but it wasn't always the truth and it's still not always the truth. But uh, it sometimes I struggled with uh, seeing... I mentioned it already in the previous episode a few times that I struggled with seeing uh, things that just make me enjoy myself as being worth doing, mm-hmm. which basically took me away from all of my hobbies and everything. And also I struggled with not comparing myself to others, but comparing to myself to my own vision of perfection, uh, which is the toughest thing for me my whole life. And that kept me, for example, specifically from drawing, which uh, recently I came, came back to and it was such a weird feeling that I painted a painting and I liked it. It was completely new for me. Like I, I was staring at it and I was like, this is really good. I made this like, (laughs) and I was really surprised. And I made those, uh, I made four little pictures of cats for my mom. And she is always used to that, that I hate my own things that I make. And I gave it to her and she was like, but it's really nice. It looks amazing. And I was like, I know. (laughs) And she was so surprised to hear that from me. And this is something that I'm, I've seen huge progress in myself uh, 
over the past year, I would say. And it still surprises me and it still feels kind of weird, but it's really nice. Like I also do recommend feeling nice about yourself. That's really good. <laughs> uh, and I kind of really, for me, it was my own ideals that I created in my own mind that were stopping me from doing many things and also related to body positivity because right now I'm in a pretty good stage in my life regarding my body and how I feel about it but not to fool anyone <laughs> it wasn't this way uh, every time and again it wasn't me comparing so much to others but me comparing to how I seen my ideal and many times it had stopped me from going somewhere it stopped me for example for from going swimming with my friends because I didn't want to show myself in swimsuits mm -hmm. it stopped me from going to the clubs because I didn't see myself being worth going there because there were too many pretty people and I didn't feel like I'm one of them and again that's not the reality that was just my own vision of clubs because there are no pretty people usually especially after 2 a.m so. yeah <laughs> that's the time to go to a club like everybody looks pretty after yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, so yeah i had many many struggles but yeah this is something i want to also tell everyone out there struggling it's really possible to make huge improvements in the view of yourself and it's possible to even completely get rid of some of the thoughts you have some of those dark thoughts <laughs> and it feels really nice and it's hard work but it's totally worth it like I feel like I can breathe finally and it's so nice so nice <laughs> it's so nice to hear as a friend as someone who cares about you even if I didn't care about you it would probably be pretty nice to hear that. <laughs> right, yeah, it, I guess this comes back to the, like, if you feel good about yourself, then you feel good and happy for other people yes. as well. So I hope that we can stay on this level. And yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So thank you for joining us this week and make sure to check out our Instagram at myheartyourhead because I'm sure that we will be spamming you with some body positivity, self-love content over there. See you there. <laughs>